host, Harla Nivens. Well, welcome to the Every Heart, Every Woman show. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. I'm so glad that you have tuned in with us today. I have um, a very special guest, but before we get into that, let me let you know that Every Heart, Every Woman is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can go to loveministriesbuilds.org get all of the great information about Love Ministries. Um, Love Ministries is always streaming program and uh, for young people, programming for young people. So um, go there and get the information that you need. Or if you'd like to volunteer, let us know. Or if you'd like to uh, participate in what the Lord is doing through Love Ministries, you can find out the information there. Well, I'm excited to welcome back Latorla Jones. She is the founder of Flames of Passion. And uh, we've got some things that we would like to share with you today. So welcome Latorla Jones, Minister Latorla Jones. Hey, how are y'all doing? Well, we are excited, uh, Latorla, that you are tuned in with us and um, we've done some kind of some background work and some preparation work for, for our talk. And um, there are just some things that we really feel like um, people uh, will hear and hopefully be uplifted and inspired uh, to move forward in their lives. And also, we want to get into this year's Flames of Passion and um, get all of the information about that and how to uh, participate uh, for for this year. Let's start out by going to the scripture. You and I have kind of meditated on Genesis 31, and I'm going to start, I'm going to read 3 through 13 um, very quickly, and then let's get into our conversation for today. Then the Lord said to Jacob, go back to the land of your fathers and to your relatives, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent word to Rachel and Leah to come out to the fields where his flocks were. He said to them, I see that your father's attitude towards me is not what it was before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I've worked for your father with all my strength, yet your father has cheated me by changing my wages 10 times. However, God has not allowed him to harm me. If he said the speckled ones would be your wages, then all the flocks gave birth to speckled young. And if he said the streaked ones will be your wages, then all the flocks bore streaked young. So God has taken away your father's livestock and has given them to me. In breeding season, I once had a dream in which I looked up and saw that the male goats mating with the flock were streaked speckled or spotted. The angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, I answered, here I am. And he said, look up and see that all the male goats mating with the flock are streaked, speckled or spotted. For I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and where you made a vow to me. Now leave this land at once and go back to your native land. That's Genesis 31, three through 13. So um, Minister Latorla, as we, <laughs> I'm gonna call her that, so, <laughs> this whole conversation. 
Um, so, uh, Minister Latorla, we've, you know, kind of meditated on this scripture and we said there's so much in this whole chapter. And really, um, this came about because we were talking about flames of passion and flames of passion always starts um, one way. It starts from the word of God that comes to you. Um, you are the founder and the creator uh, and the visionary behind uh, flames of passion. And so um, it always starts with a word of God. And then we start planning from that word. So, uh, you know, can you take us back to um, how flames of passion started? that word that the Lord gave you? And how does that apply to the scripture that we read today? Wow. Okay. So, um, Carla, I'm going to do my best to stay on script. Um, in my mind, I'm like, stay on script, Latoya. Stay on script. <laughs> Don't venture off. So that's the goal. Uh, we'll see what God you know, decides to do. But um, Flames of Passion began in um, 2011, um, the Lord had uh, given me a dream um, about women, um, but let me go back. So before um, the dream, Carla and I would do um, Bible studies. Uh, and I think the book was Lioness Arising. Lioness Arising. Um, mm -hmm. And we we did the book study and we would um, do a session or a lesson and then we would discuss and we had journals and we we're writing in the journals and everything. And through that um, experience, um, I really felt like God had um, more for us to do, more for me to do. Um, and this was about, you know, 11 years ago. And so in the process of that, God had given me a dream about women. Um, and in this dream, women were um, enticed and entangled with um, different things. And I, in the dream, I could see that they were tangled up in some stuff and uh, it was limiting their life and limiting their progress. Um, pretty much it was bondage, but the women didn't see how it was an entanglement, how it was um, a, a thing that would keep them bound. And as I began to look at the women, I could see that they were kind of um, smiling, unaware, um, of the consequences of their actions or the consequences of whatever they were enticed or entangled with. Um, but I could see the consequences. And so uh, when I woke up, my heart was really concerned um, for women, uh, not just the women that I saw in the dream. Um, and by the way, they were different um, ages. They were different um, ethnicities. Um, and so I began to pray and seek the Lord. And of course, the Lord took me to his word um, and he took me to a place where Moses was and Moses had, had done some things and he was running and, um, God called Moses, um, in front of the burning bush and began to, to talk to him and began to basically call him to set people free, um, and to go on this journey where he would deliver his own people. Um, and so God began to speak to me about flames of passion, um, and really about, um, helping women, be uh, walking freedom, wholeness, and restoration, and how no one woman needs to walk alone, but uh, Flames of Passion is there to walk with them al along the journey to freedom, wholeness, and restoration. And so in short, that's how uh, Flames of Passion began. Um, how does it relate to Genesis chapter 31? 
um, it relates uh, other than it being a dream and, and Jacob got started with a dream, um, but it has been a journey and it's a journey that has um, been great. It's a journey that has um, occurred over a period of time. Like I said, uh, it's been uh, 11 years, 10 years. This will be our 10th year, our 10th event, um, but God has been faithful and we always refer back to the word of God. Like we got to where we are now because of the word of God. And I think that is synonymous to Jacob's experience. He got to where he was because of the word of God. Um, now he did some things that he wasn't supposed to do, to, you know, but God showed up, gave him a dream and sent him on his way and promised that he would be with him um, through his journey. Um, and so we see how God has been with Jacob um, throughout the journey and the same with uh, Flames of Passion. Yeah. And, and, you know, one, one thing that I was, when I was reading back over the scripture this morning in preparation for our talk today, um, one thing when, uh, when Jacob was saying he had a dream and the angel uh, called him, called his name, and he said, uh, here, here I am. And um that kind of stuck out with me as well, because as we were at the beginning and we, I can't even remember why we decided to study Lioness Arising, but it was just you and I, right? It didn't start as a whole group. It was just you and I. Uh, we were both living in Arlington at the time. We didn't live that far from each other. I had little kids at the house that so you came over and, and um, I guess once a week and we would study just dig into it and see what the Lord um, was saying uh, to us. And um, I remember when you had, you know, when you came over kind of burdened a little bit with this and, you know, weren't exactly sure how it was going to turn out. Um, you were, you know, already walking with some ladies and, um, you know, talking them through some things and trying to help them um, on their way, on their journey with, with the wisdom of God. And, um, and, and as we, you know, moved forward with this study, Flames of Passion, you know, it, it kind of became clear. Um, I would say it was created from the dark because it was, there was just space and there was just, you know, a word. And then it was created, you know, created in the dark. It was created from nothing. Um, and, and as you moved forward with the word, you know, it continued to get clearer and more clearer and more clearer um, or more clear. I don't know. Should I say more clear or more clearer? Um, that That's bad grammar, I'm sure. But you, I mean, you and, and we both, I mean, when, cause there's a struggle, I think when you hear the word of God and you feel like he's called you to something and you feel like your name is called, um, there's that period of, is this for me? Like, am I supposed to is this a word I'm supposed to tell you and then you need to run, but I'm the person that received the word, you know, um, talk more about how you got to the point of saying, yes, like this word is actually for me. I can't give it to someone else for them to go and 
bring about and create? Um, so I knew this word was for me because um, I knew I had to do something with this word. It wasn't that I could give it to Carla and say, all right, Carla, this is the word of the Lord to you. So you run and, and take it and go with it. <laughs> um, that, that didn't happen. Um, and so I began to look at uh, Moses and how God chose Moses and Moses couldn't get out of it. Um, now, what Moses did do is, is talk about how he's not qualified and all of that. And so I learned from Moses. Um, the Lord took me immediately to um, that chapter, um, actually the chapters um, of the life of Moses and him being called and him trying to get out of it and all the excuses. And so the Lord was like, yeah, no, you can't learn the lesson now. You, you cannot. Um, and so I, I, I said, yes. It wasn't a, a hard thing um, to say yes initially. Um, it was a hard thing to grab hold of it and to not walk in fear. Like to hear God's word mm -hmm. and do it and be confident in it. Like when we started out, I was not. As a matter of fact, every year that we would plan something, it would be different. And so after you feel like, okay, I know how to do this. Uh, we did the first year. Great. Well, God would change it up the next year and add something. And I'm like, ah. and so I would deal with fear every single year because it's like, okay, this is what God said. Um, I'm not really sure how it's going to end up or how it's going to look. And well, why don't I get a lot of people around me and this and that. Um, <laughs> and so God allowed me to work with a committee. Um, and great women um, that love God and love women um, and are gifted in their own right. Like he allowed me to, to be around um, a group of women who would help me carry flames of passion. Now, what he did not allow and these women would not allow is for me to be in the group and not lead. Um, so there were times where <laughs> they would say things to me. It was like, okay, you need to step up. Now, of course, they would say it in a, in a loving, loving way, but I knew that the word um, that was communicated from their mouth was, okay, I need you to lead. I need you to do this. This is what God has given you. What, we, what are we going to do right now? Mm -hmm. And I learned how to um, lead um, with these group of women. Um, and that experience was like none other. Um, but it's the answer to your question, I, I believe, hopefully, is that it's it's not always easy to hear the word of God and to move confidently in that word. Um, and we go to Jacob and, you know, Jacob is with Laban for 20 years and God had already told Jacob that he would be with him and that he would do these things and he would increase him, um, increase his children and that his children would be um, numerous um, as a saint, like God had already spoken these things. And so going in, Jacob should have had in his mind and been confident that God was going to increase him. But if we read the story in detail, um, Jacob went through some things. And at some point, you know, sometimes he wasn't sure. Um, Laban changed his wages like 10 times. Right. And so I could see why he's not sure that yeah. God is going to be there and do what he said he would do. Um, but even in the middle of it, 
God gives him dreams and shows him, look, even though Laban has changed the wages, I'm going to make sure the sheep are speckled. I'm going to make sure the, spe- the sheep are what they need to be so that you can increase. Right. And so I'm not going to go any further, call on the start, stop. But I think that's very important to realize that God is true to his word, that if he said it, he's going to do it. And that's what I have experienced uh, with Flames of Passion. No matter how things would change and be different from year to year, God would deal with that fear that was within me to let me know, look, I called you and this is what I have for you to do. And I'm going to be with you until it's done. Yes. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's miraculous. There, there, what are the odds that the Lord says, you know, okay, um, Jacob, you, you go ahead and tell Laban that your wage will be all the speckled, um, you know, livestock. And then <laughs> the, <laughs> they give birth to a whole bunch of speckled livestock. There are no odds of that. You know, like, I don't even know, um, but it's it's miraculous how the Lord covered and anointed and just kept um, Jacob throughout that 10 years when everything is changing. And that that is assurance for us because there are so many times that we think, man, it is time to jump ship. Um, but we haven't really sought the Lord first. And, you know, if, if we're really honest, the Lord has given us a promise and a covenant, you know, from back then. And that's what we need to pay attention to. That's what we need to make sure that we are obedient to, even as things are changing. And um, as far as love ministry, as far as flames of passion, I mean, things, changed every year. And so you really have to come and see what is going to be this year. Like the, the whole setup is usually different every single year. Um, and, and there were, year, there were even years when we were like the, you know, the registration is low this year. And then the Lord says, well, that's because I want you to go to two different ministries and, you know, breaking the two, do flames of passion at, you know, at their, uh, their actual site. So we broke up into two and we did flames of passion at two different um, nonprofits for the, for their women. And they were faithful with gathering their women. They were like, man, this is, this is an answer to our prayer. Um, And so just being able to being, uh, to be nimble, to um, to be flexible and just moving ahead. Sometimes it takes just take one step, and 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 it's okay. Just knowing that um, knowing that the Lord will be faithful um, yeah. to you. So um, and and like you said, it wasn't like we were not afraid. I mean, it wasn't like we didn't question or or anything. Um, we were doing this a couple of years before we even said, okay, we're good at this. We, okay, we're good at flames of passion. Like <laughs> we feel like <laughs> we know what we're doing. I can't remember what year that was, but it wasn't one or two or something like that. It was, you know, uh, 
down the down the line. But um, the Lord has always been good and the Lord has been faithful. Talk to us a little bit about Latorla, about in this scripture, um, when the Lord named himself to Jacob, um, when the Lord reminded Jacob, you know, about the word, about the vow, about the covenant and, and said, um, this is who I am to you. And this is the confidence that you have um, to listen to this word and, and actually um, move. So um, I believe that's in verse 13, Carla. Yeah, is that correct? Verse 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so God begins to talk to Jacob again, right? Because at the beginning, beginning of the journey, God reveals himself to Jacob. And this is a first for Jacob, um, as scripture reveals. Um, and then after 20 years, God shows up and basically connects the conversation that he has or is having with him to the conversation they had 20 years ago. And God says that I am the God of Bethel, right? So I'm the same God that spoke to you 20 years ago. Remember 20 years ago? Remember all the stuff that was going on in your life? And remember I said that I was going to be with you and I was going to increase you, right? I'm the same God. And so he, he begins the conversation again by saying, hey, I'm that one that talked to you before. So here it is. I'm going to lay out some more stuff to you. And, and he says, where you anointed a memorial stone, right? So he's still confirming, yeah, I'm, I'm the one that you had the conversation with and you made a vow to me, right? Now, what I want you to do, and I'm just paraphrasing what's already written. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to get up and I want you to leave this land and I want you to go back to the place of your birth. In other words, I want you to go back to the place that I told you I was going to bring you back to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God is like, remember me? I fulfilled yeah. what I said I was going to do. Yeah. Now I want you to do something else. I want you to get up from here. I know it's been rough. I know it's been hard, but I want you to get up from here and I want you to get ready to go to the next place, which happens to be back. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, which Carla, it was really encouraging to me is it's okay if God tells you to go back somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like don't be afraid and don't think that you're less than or that you didn't accomplish what you set out to accomplish. No, it's okay if God leads you mm-hmm. back towards something. Yes, yes, yes. So God uh, speaks to him and, and tells him to go back. Now, this creates a whole set of fear for him. And I, I like to call this the fear of conflict because yeah. Jacob has to now tell Laban that, Laban, I got to go back, right? Jacob doesn't even want to have that conversation. So what does Jacob do? Jacob sneaks off, <laughs> gets his family, load them up, <laughs> sneaks off, right? To avoid the com- conflict, right? Yeah, yeah. I can, I can um, um, kind of sympathize with that because I hate conflict. <laughs> no, okay. So Jacob, like, is afraid and he, he, he runs from it. He doesn't want to address, he doesn't want to talk to Laban because Laban has been horrible during this season. Mm -hmm. So anyway, he goes, um, prepares to go back and Laban catches up to him Mm -hmm. and 
lo and behold, the conflict that he yeah. did not want to, yeah. to discuss or have or communicate or, or yeah. figure out, he begins to have that. Not yeah. because of anything he's done, but because of Laban. So God, you know, brings him through that, but that's not what you asked me. So I'm going to get back on task here. All right, Carla. <laughs> well, relate that to Flames of Passion. Relate that to this year's plan for uh, for Flames of Passion. Like what, what can we expect this year? So this year, uh, our theme is no fear. Yeah. So we are going to talk about those things that um, cause us to be fearful and afraid. And we're going to help walk you through that. And we're going to give you some strategies. We're going to talk about, um, we're going to give you testimonies of how we made it through and walk through uh, different things of fear. We're going to give you uh, opportunities to process that um, so that you will come out better. And that way, when that fear shows up, that same type of fear shows up because there are many different types of fear. But when that particular one shows up again, you'll know how to um, confront it. Yes, we're not running away from, from fear. Um, and so that's what it's all about. Um, we have some friends um, that we have invited to come and to share their story. Um, and we want to help you walk through fear, fear of any kind. We want to expose it and give you an opportunity, um, give you tools to be better. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and also this year we're celebrating 10 years. We said, as, as we've shared, that um, you got the word of the Lord one year and then there was, you know, a year of listening to the Lord and then we're celebrating 10 years. And um, I believe that just as we read in the scripture that the Lord named himself and reminded Jacob um, who it is that he actually serves, that the Lord has done that for Flames of Passion. Uh, and I'm sure the Lord has done that personally for you in your life. I know he's done that for me um, all, all the time. When, whenever I need to hear from the Lord who he is and what is my backing? What, okay, if I move forward on this word, what is, what is my guarantee? When our guarantee is always um, in the word that the Lord has given us because the Lord is true to his word. Yes. And the Lord is, will always be faithful. And he will remind us who he is and that he's been walking with us, um, you know, all, all of this time. So we're celebrating 10 years. Um, Talk to us a little bit. I know we're running out of time now, but talk to us about just the significance of 10 years. How do we get to 10 years? How did we get to 10 years? <laughs> I don't know. No, just right. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> um, really, I believe that it is being able to seek the Lord yeah. and hear from him um, in my life. And I, I believe in the lives of, of the committee members, God has been faithful to speak. Mm -hmm. And when he speaks, he's going to fulfill whatever he speaks. That's the bottom line. And if we can just reflect on that, right? Because life gets busy and, you know, one year passed, two years passed, five, and now you're at 10. 
you have to take time in your life to reflect on not just what God has done, but what he said and then what he fulfilled, right? Because that reminds you of his track record. And when you can be reminded of the track record of God, there is nothing that he cannot say that you will not do. (laughs) There is nothing that he cannot say that you will not do. In other words, you'll start trusting him more Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. more as you reflect on what he's done. And then before that, what he's said, what he's fulfilled and what he has already uh, spoken in your life because he wants to speak more. Yeah. He wants to speak more. Um, that, that reminds me of both of us do this, you know, we have our, uh, journals. I don't know if I'm getting mine in the shot. So, you know, we, it, it, there are so many times that I think about something and there's a picture in my mind that says, well, this is what that journal looks like. And I go in my basket and get that journal out and go back and read that word. Uh, a lot of times I move to tears because of, um, just the Lord allowing me to see how faithful he really is. Um, and so journaling is really important. Well, Latorla, um, I know we are out of time. So give us the dates of Flames of Passion and how can we sign up to be there? All right. So the date is July 30th, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Okay. Right? July 30th. And registration is free. You may go to our website, which is www.flamesofpassionwe.weebly.com. All right, flamesofpassion.we.weebly.com. Sign up and, uh, and be there with us um, on that day, on July. Give us a date one more time, July. July 30th, July 30th, be there with us on July 30th. And um, we're going to, uh, so our theme is no fear and we're going to dive into this and you're going to walk away equipped with um, not only um, being able to name the things, the different types of fears that have um, entangled you Uh, so far in the past, but you're going to be able to overcome those and you're going to have just some some plans in your in your hands um, that you can follow to to make sure that you aren't entangled by, um, you know, by these different types of fears. So we will put the um, the um, we'll make sure that we post the website and the graphic for this year. And so we look forward to seeing you um, with us. And this year is virtual. It is, thank you for remembering to say that, yes. Yes, so this year is virtual. You do not have to be in Dallas to attend. Um, You can, you know, attend all over the world. So we look forward to seeing you and, 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 and spending time with you. I think there will be a portion that will be in person after the event, the, um, the, the after the event in person. So you'll need to be in Dallas for that. But for the event, just come on in and join us, register and join us. So Minister Latorla Jones, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for this 
um, the wisdom that you shared with us from Genesis 31 and, and, and how it relates to our lives. You know, a lot of times we need to realize that that's what scripture is, like it's living and breathing. And so you're supposed to see yourself in your situation um, in what you read and you're supposed to gain some wisdom from it and walk away with some encouragement um, that you can tell yourself, that you can meditate on for yourself and that you can also share with someone else. So we are looking forward to Flames of Passion on July 30th. Um, everyone, Every Heart, Every Woman is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to loveministriesbills.org for all of the great information about Love Ministries. You can also go to my website, carlanivens.com. Also go to flames of passion dot, uh, flames of passion we, so dot weebly.com to get signed up to attend the virtual event this year of flames of passion if you enjoyed this show um, if it was uplifting to you make sure you like and you share with your friends my name is carla nivens i am your host we will see you back here next week